Hi, and welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast. I'm Sherry McConnell from A Quilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And happy Halloween if you're watching this live. We are, <laughs> this is our extra fifth Monday listener question episode. For- we love a good listener question, you guys. Yes, and we have some great questions. I put a call out on my Instagram stories, and then we also got questions from YouTube. And so we're really excited to dive in today. And uh, you guys aren't wearing costumes, though. Someone asked <laughs> if you guys would wear costumes. Oh. I was thinking, I don't think they would be up for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not my thing, you guys. That episode was so fun. Yeah, see, that was I, think, so fun, actually. I think it ended up being a good idea because it seems that, I mean, we're we're only recording this a few days after it was released, but it seems that people are really enjoying it. So yeah, Billy, you had a good hunch on that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> I enjoyed reading the comments too, and and I actually we do see some really cute, cool costumes from the trick or treaters. Oh yes, yeah. We we haven't decided yet our our Monday plans, but <laughs> today, but well, we will be seeing you. I will. Bring, yes, of course, I'll bring the kids by. Yes, that would be awesome. Okay, well, Chelsea has today's quilts, and so I'll just let her talk about those. Okay, so I'm excited because Emma Fabrics have finally shipped, right? Finally, super excited. And so I thought I'll bring a couple Emma Emma quilts on because I haven't shared them in a while. And yeah, fabrics are finally here, guys. So the quilt on the wall is Sweet Pea, and I love this quilt. It's a panel quilt, so it has all eight panels in it plus a layer cake. So that's all you need. Panel, layer cake, and it's super, guys, beginner, beginner friendly. So quick and easy to put together. And mom also has a panel quilt. I thought it was really cool that we both did one. So yours is much easier. Mine involves (laughs) a little more piecing, but I did want to mention I have a few kits for Chelsea's in my Etsy shop if you're in the U.S. Guys, have at it. She has kits. (laughs) So Yeah, so I really love this one. Billy and I haven't done released a video on this one yet, but we will be doing that soon. So we'll get a closer look at that in that video. And then the quilt on the table is Memories. And this is Fat Eighth Friendly. Absolutely love this one. This one was really, really inspired by my actual grandmother, Emma. Great, great, great grandmother. (laughs) Mom, tell me how many greats. (laughs) Uh, so fat eighth friendly, kind of a scrappy patchwork look on this one. And I really enjoyed making this one. It's a bigger quilt and beautiful quilting done by my quilter, Marion. So yeah, sweet pea on the wall and memories on the table. Lots of fun. And Emma fabrics are finally here. So we can actually be making these quilts with the fabrics, but I have seen some beautiful versions of the memories quilt already. Yeah. And I, the feedback has been really great. I've, I've been hearing from people who said, oh, you know, I got my fabric and I love it even more oh, in person yay. than seeing it online. So that's been really fun. And then it's also been really fun to see our Home for the Holidays book out yeah. and people making things with that. I was on a little vacation last week and went into a quilt store and we could probably pop pop up the picture oh of, we are gonna pop up this picture of me with because I walked in and I was with my youngest son's fiance and she had never been to a quilt store before so it was quite Stop. an experience for her and for me watching someone 
who had never been in a quilt store before, their reactions to everything. So it was super fun, but it was really fun because right as you walked in the door, front and center, there was this large round table with our, the Christmas tree skirt from our book on the table and the book on a little stand. And I said to Casey, that's our book, you know? And <laughs> Was so she it, like, what? Yeah, she, it was fun. I love her. So, yeah, it was it was really fun. And, and it really was to see someone who had never been in a quilt shop before just taking it all in. It was really fun. Yeah. Casey and I both like to read a lot of the same books. And she was visiting with my brother. And she was like, check and see if your book is on Goodreads. So we checked and it was on there. And she's like, read it, read it. And it was really fun. But mom really rarely takes a selfie, guys. So I was very impressed that there was a picture of her face <laughs> on Casey her Instagram. Took, Casey took yeah, the picture. Casey it took wasn't the picture. a selfie then. It wasn't uh, a selfie. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't a selfie, but we're going to count it because mom was in the picture, guys. Okay. That's pretty rare. Mom doesn't post pictures of herself on her Instagram. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It was so cute. So, yeah. And then I have two fun finds. So this first one is, <laughs> I'm telling Chelsea about it. It's called CND Solar Oil for Cuticles and Nails. And my cuticles are terrible, especially when you sew quilts. Yeah. But I've been using, I found out about this nail, this while I was on vacation. And I actually got a pedicure and the manicurist told me about it. And she's like, you can get it at a beauty supply store, like Sally's Beauty Supply or something like yeah. that. But I got home and went to Amazon, $8.50. There you go. It, it has been wonderful. I haven't had any issues with hangnails or cuticle yeah. problems. And it is oily, so you can't use it when you are going are, to are sew. Gonna sew. Yeah. But use it you know, before you go to sleep or use that prime membership guys computer. So anyway, I had to show this. And then also this book that I've been talking about forever, Tranquility by Tuesday, it is available in print. You can buy it now and I'm getting ready to read it again. Wait, is this the one you were supposed to send me on audio uh, or no? No, I think that might be another one, but, but, uh, is my this life going to be more tranquil if I read this? Yes, book? it is. I need so, a little bit more tranquility, guys. Seriously, I, this past week has just, oh, been a lot. Well, Chelsea has been busy designing a new fabric collection, which yeah. is really interesting because this is a listener question episode and... The first set of questions are on fabric design. Okay, good, because I literally, yeah, in my brain, I had the thought, Chelsea, you have a fabric line due. And I whipped it out, guys. Like, (laughs) I sent it to mom, and she's in love with it. So hopefully, um, yeah, Yeah. I like it. Okay, and we also wanted to mention that we, we are still running the Wild Grain promotion. Billy and Chelsea and I just got a free box to split, and I'll actually put a picture up of that box and yes so you can use the code a quilting life and get ten dollars off your first box and croissants for life and this is a perfect time to get a wild grain box because you've got the holidays coming up and you it stays in your freezer until you're until it goes in the oven and so it's just perfect if you're going to have a lot of people in your house to have this Fresh bread, fresh pastas, fresh baked goods. I will know I'm in heaven when someone says croissants for life. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. 
So the, the the free box that we're getting is actually coming today, the day that we're taping this, and then I'm going to divide it up between. We so, will fight yes. for the cinnamon rolls. So I guess we, we better clarify life of your subscription. Life, life of, of your. You subscri- can't just get one box and expect them to <laughs> mail you croissants, croissants for, the rest of your yes, life. Yes, yes, thank you, Billy. Oh yeah, that would so, be nice for though. life. Yeah, but yes, we do have a code and a link. Like the code for, is a quilting bread life. for life, guys. Hot bread for life. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. I did get a really fun email. Uh, Billy's going to pop up a picture, <laughs> a couple pictures. I have a summer star mini quilt pattern that yeah. has been it's from several, several years ago. And, you know, there is kind of this big thing with quilted jackets right oh, now and quilted coats. It, yeah. It's a thing. And I have seen some beautiful ones. Well, this amazing woman made a jacket and a matching jacket with this quilt block in it of my mini quilt. Oh, my goodness. And so Billy will pop that up. And oh, 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 I was going to show you before, Chelsea. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, come, take a, yeah, I'll okay. come take a look at it after, but I can only imagine it's amazing. Yeah. And that is so edgy to me. I really like so the whole quilted jacket thing. I think it's like super cool. Yeah. In fact, people are taking antique quilts and cutting them up and putting them back together as jackets. Really? Yeah. So, or you could make a quilt. And, and so this whole jacket, it's made from scratch. It's not, <gasps> it's not a jacket oh, where yeah. no, she they're made. just putting the block on everything on everything. there is made. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And there are all these patterns that oh, people yeah. are showing for quilted jackets and yeah. Amazing. I love it. Yeah, I'll take a peek of that right after we're done filming. Yeah. I'm sure it's wonderful. Okay, so now Billy's going to give us a Major League Baseball playoff well, update. Well, well, I know that's a, that's right? a hot. I am in control of what is published, he says. <laughs> we will be deleting this segment. No. Well, well, first we have to answer, because this is our first time recording since the, the Scrappy versus Non-Scrappy oh, coordinated yeah, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people left comments and we we want to say thank you for all that. And we talked about Chelsea's daughter, you know, using that for a math problem. Well, what happened was it sort of turned into both a math and an English homework assignment for her. And then that's where she needed a little help. But we do appreciate all the comments, everything that everyone said. I think it was a really great discussion that you can find on there why people prefer scrappy quilts to coordinated quilts. Um, and then a lot of people were very undecided, you know what I mean? So it, it, they didn't choose one or the other. And I, that's where Ashton maybe had a little more trouble figuring out, well, which, which side do I give it to? So I stepped in, I helped her and then I gave her the, the, what I compiled from, from really choosing one side or the other. And then she did the math. So thank you everyone who, who left a comment or explanation of, of why they chose what, but um, the final statistic, and I, I double-checked Ashton's math, and she did a good job, was 52% of people that left a comment did say they preferred scrappy quilts compared to the 48% of coordinated or non-scrappy quilts. So it was pretty That's close. So close. Yeah. That's I mean, really close. I mean, really, really close to 50-50. And, wow. and like I said, a ton of people also left comments that I didn't give them one mark or the other because they said 
I, I mean, they were just undecided. Undecided. Yeah. Yeah. So does that surprise you at all that it was that close or that Scrappy <sighs> was just a touch higher? Actually, when I think about it, no, because I feel like all of these coordinated bundles that are available yeah, I agree kind of that. give a little bit of a scrappy look, so you can choose that option. There were a lot of people that mentioned controlled scrappy. Yeah. They, they yeah. like controlled, yeah. controlled scrappy. Yeah, I can so. see that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'm not like crazy surprised by that, but. Okay. All right. So. I yeah, like it. Yeah. Thank you. That, thank I mean, you. There's a lot of people that responded to that. And like my mom said, there were also a lot of people over the last two episodes who have left comments about Chelsea and my (laughs) baseball teams. And so the way it worked out, just in case you're not aware, my team, the Seattle Mariners, did win their first first, uh, playoff series against the Toronto Blue Jays. They won in very dramatic fashion. They were down by seven runs in the second game that came all the way back and won. It was, it was, it was, it was amazing. Then we end up going and playing Chelsea's teams, the Astros. Long story short, well, I have to mention the Mariners completely blew the first game. They had it locked up. I thought it was it was good to go. And the Astros won with the walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning. It was, you know, just crushing. I lost years off my life, I think, oh, over that week it. just watching these games. All three games were really close. The third game ended back in Seattle. They hadn't been there for over 20 years. It was Playoff crazy. game went 18 innings. 18 innings. World record games setting game. In a playoff game. In a playoff, in a playoff game. game. With yeah. no runs. It was 0-0 zero to zero going into the top of the 18th when the Astros finally scored a run, and that was enough to do it. So, um we didn't I'm a good start sport. watching till the twelfth inning. <laughs> <laughs> I watched six hours and twenty-two minutes of baseball. Yeah. Let me tell you, yeah, I watched every single. I watched pitch. every second of it. I, it was it was hard. It was a long day. So uh, after all that, yes, congrats, I guess, to Chelsea and um, and the Astros, whatever you know. But it it was uh yeah that was I I appreciate all the people that you know supported the the Mariners on. <laughs> Yes. On behalf of me and everything, so I uh, Chelsea's superstitious. She says they're obvious. They're in the World Series now. They swept the Yankees too. Yeah. So I know you. I don't know if you want to say anything. No, I just want to say game the, three is going on today when this releases. By the, the way. Oh yeah, because it starts oh, Friday. I see what you're saying. Right. Oh, and they, when this yeah. comes out on Halloween, that will be game three. We play the Phillies in Philadelphia, and and the Phillies are hot right now. So, but I, I just got to say this really quick because this was a lot of fun, and there was a lot of good support in the comments for the Mariners and for the Astros, and I think a little more for the Mariners, the, probably more for the Mariners, which is okay. But I, the Mariners, uh playing them was much more competitive than playing the Yankees for sure. I mean, we went in and just completely obliterated the Yankees, but um, in every way possible. And they tried to try it. So the Mariner, I was way more on edge. You better be careful. The Yankee fans were not going to. Oh, the Yankee (laughs) fans were. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, you're saying in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard any Yankee fans in the comments. (laughs) I never heard. I heard other people. Yeah. Yeah. Saying other things. I know people buy my patterns from New York. Oh, goodness. Yeah. People buy my patterns from New York. No, it was, but that was a lot of fun. And I did, I had, I did, Billy and I haven't seen each other since that series. So I was a little nervous walking in the house today, but no, we're both baseball fans. So I never texted her about the game. I didn't either because I, I wanted to at one point, but it was, it was, 
Yeah, I, I just w- let it go. You want to know what? I'm glad we're hashing this out because I wanted to message you too. And then I told mom and dad, I'm like, I just figured why not just not talk about it? This like- is like a live therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, great okay. team, the Mariners. And it's not just a one and done for them. They're going to come back. They're they're building something really good. So uh, Billy is like, please stop right now. <laughs> you guys are being no, so no, kind. No, they they are. I was actually impressed with them. I, I'm not th- going to lie, though. I'm I'm going to pull for the Phillies because. Oh, I know a lot of people are pulling Bryce for Harper the Phillies. Bryce Harper is from here in Las Vegas. And, yeah. You know, yep, he's you know, like local. He's getting all the local publicity. He's getting right a now. ton of local pub- publicity. Yeah. But we will move on from baseball. Okay. Yep, that's my, it. Question. my team is going to the World Series, though. I just got to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to listener questions. And Billy was so good to take all the questions and combine them into different categories. Oh, and let me just say also is that th- thank you for those who put listener question uh, oh, on yeah. YouTube. It, it really, I can search it and I, it brings them all right up. So super moving helpful. forward. And if we don't answer all of them today, because we do have so many from Instagram and from YouTube, we they will not go away. I have I'm gonna cross off the ones we answer and put the the ones that we don't onto the next episode. So, yeah, we will do that. Okay. But I was really impressed with you because you categorized everything into little sections, and that made my heart really really happy. Like he has fabric design questions and sewing and pattern questions, and so on and so forth. Yes. So I was very impressed with that, Billy. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so our first listener question is, how does Moda support you in your creative process as fabric designers? And I thought that was a a really great question because we love Moda. And, you know, back in the day when we were submitting our first set of designs, there was really no question in my mind, but that I wanted to be involved with Moda. Yeah. So. And mom made that very clear to me when we first, when the idea was brought up about fabric design, mom said, Moda is the place to be. Moda is where I'd love to be. And that has proven to be so true. Yeah. I, can I, can I go off on this go, question? Go, you go yeah, first. Can I go yeah. for it? Go first. The support from Moda from a creative process design as a designer has been awesome and wonderful. And I have absolutely become a better version of myself as a designer because of them. And just kind of honing me and helping me, pushing me in a little bit different direction sometimes has, it's just been great guiding for me. And I had an email from our, from the director of design uh, just this week and just the email was was wonderful and lovely and the She's same thing. So positive. Yes, positive and it encompasses what this question is asking. She just, it, it always reminds me just like feeling at home with my designs and feeling so confident in them and knowing that they are beautiful and lovely and I just really appreciated that email from her this week because I had been working on a fabric line and she had emailed me and was asking, Hey, what do we got cooking? You know, what's going? And it like, was Do they so provide great. good constructive criticism to Amazing. Help, help improve? Totally. Like, do you feel like oh, that's yeah. part of it? Cause I mean, like coming from an athletic background, a good coach is going to, yes. you know, not just tell you you're the greatest thing on earth. They're going to, okay, you're good at this, but how can we get better at 
this and yes, improve yeah. your weaknesses and things like that. Coach is a good is a good term. I feel like when we started, they took a really? little more um, a little more license with deciding which prints went in the com- collection, and then all of a sudden, it was just like up to us. Yeah. Do you remember that oh, feeling? Oh, I remember like, that. And it was so great and very it, freeing. Very, but they they worked with us and and. Till we were ready for that. Yeah. And then the one thing I wanted to add too is I really, really want to take a trip to Dallas with Chelsea. Yeah, I want to go with you. To go to the, because that was one of the highlights was the, the trip that I took back there when I was able to go to Moda and walk through the offices and go through the sample rooms with Cheryl and who has since retired, but Cheryl and Jamie. I learned so much and I want you to experience I know, that. I you know, know. We've really got to make a, a plan for that. We really have to go. I, I, I do yeah. have to say on the term coach is perfect because the constructive criticism is, yeah, it's needed and it's there and it's always done. Uh, it's always delivered right. so perfectly, I feel like. And in a way that I'm able to blossom from it, which is what a good coach yeah. does. And, and so even that's at Quilt Market, when we would be able to sit down yeah. with the, the them, they would just, you know, even if you just have a 10, 15 minute meeting, mm-hmm. just what we would learn in that 10 and 15 minutes. I remember. And we'd yeah. always be so excited and so grateful so, for- And so motivated. Yeah, so. what they'd tell us. Yeah. And yeah, we, we go over actually after each fabric collection is done with the sales period, we go over that. And that's another part. That is really cool because you can kind of see, oh, this color, these colors did really, really well. You know, this print really was, was well, did sold well, you know, and it's always great to go over those things. Right. There's so much to it. It's a lot that goes into it. And I'm really grateful for the space that um, we've built with Moda. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Billy, do you want to read that next question? It's kind of long. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We are tired. (laughs) All right. So the next one is, is there any way to know when a company such as Moda is getting ready to discontinue a fabric line? Quilters often say, if you love the fabric, buy it. I try to be careful not to overpurchase, so I usually take some time to think about it rather than impulse buy. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And often after I buy a fat quarter bundle or other pre-cuts, I try to figure out what I'm going to make with it so I can buy additional fabric if needed while available. I love your podcast and really appreciate your kind and helpful nature. Thanks so much to all three of you. Okay, so first of all, yes, great question. Moda generally, 99% of the time, just does one run of each collection. And I know that is different with some other companies. But for Moda, I've only seen a handful get rerun. Yep. So it's not common. So the most important thing to do is if you see a collection and you think you want it is to reach out to your local quilt shop or your online quilt shop and tell them you love it and you're interested in buying it because the ordering periods are only about four to six weeks long. Yeah, they're not very long at all. And so if you guaranteed want to get something, that's why we say the phrase, if you love it, buy it. It's not just like, oh, a sales pitch. It really is, hey, like this is the sales period. If you really, really want to guarantee getting something, make sure you order it. Yeah, and so that sales period typically happens about six months before the fabric is in stores. Yeah. 
And so that is when we, Chelsea and, you know, that is when we promote it on our social media because, uh, I mean, we're showing it to you, the consumer, but we're actually also showing to the stores what we've done, what they can do so that they can order. And yeah, so this is really, really a great question that, yeah, you got you got to kind of figure it out. And yeah. even if you don't know exactly what you're going to do with a collection, you know, I'm kind of have a yard and a half of favorite prints that I could use for borders, bindings, yeah. you know, to go along with that bundle. And then it just depends on if you want the back to match. Yeah. You know, or, or not. Or if you, yeah, or if not. Or if you, you don't know. mind about the back being a little bit different. Yeah. So yeah. essentially every line is going to be discontinued, but there's yeah. not a yeah. certain time because it's just discontinued when the fabric runs out, when it when you right. can't find yeah. it anymore. When you can't right. find it and anymore. And based on probably how popular the line is, is how long is it's going to be available yeah. for. Right. So if you wait too long and it's a super popular line, you might miss out because yeah. it's gone. And I have seen that happen on many collections yeah. where people just cannot find it anywhere or they can't find a specific print anywhere. Right. And they're literally on Instagram, hey, does anyone have this print? Yeah. Do you know of a shop who has this print? There was a print from our Desert Bloom collection way yes. back, those way navy back. dots Yep. that I ran out of personally and could not. I looked on eBay. Yeah. I looked on Etsy. And you couldn't find couldn't it. Couldn't find it. Barely have. I don't even think I have a... You know, I have a fat quarter bundle of that collection, but other than that, I don't yeah. think I have anything. I don't. I don't even have a. Yeah. I don't even think I have a mini charm. Yeah. <laughs> like I. Oh, I do have that. I oh, have good. mini charms from. I have I mini charms from every collection. Actually, I do have one from every collection, yeah. but I didn't have two. I tried to save two, so each of my girls each oh, get a mini. Good idea. Someday. Yeah. But fat quarter bundles, they're gonna have to fight over. Yeah. I only got one of those from each. Yeah. Really great question. Yeah. The next one is pretty These simple. These are rapid fire. Yeah, ra- some yeah. rapid fire. How far advanced do you turn in fabric lines? It's about six months, right? The one you're just working on will be showing next summer. It it So maybe it's eight months. It changed. It's like eight or nine months. Okay. It Yeah, they yeah. keep... We have to turn them in earlier, and that's why I was confused this time around. Normally, I'm like looking sometime in December. It used right. to be New Year's, and yeah. now I'm like, wow, I got to turn this in, like... Yeah. So it's really nice because now we're, you feel like you're so far ahead of the game. I do feel like I'm so far ahead, except that we have to, there's the process at the beginning is still like, I Intense. might have to do a little bit more work right. in a few weeks on it, right. which is fun. Right. But like preparing those files and stuff will take some time. So I'm yeah. not done yet, but yeah. I, I will be I have a little soon. part to do with this one, and I'm going to do it today and send I it. know. Mom is very <laughs> I'm super excited. excited. <laughs> she like called me and was like, we have to do this. And I was like, well, I'm leaving on a vacation in two days. So I literally am giving you, you do this. Yes. I cannot. Guys, my brain is fried. I haven't even done like, I'm so behind, but we'll get there. Next rapid fire, does Moda have to approve your quilt patterns? Uh, No. No. But we do submit those quite early. Early. Very early. So for example, we have a collection 
that we'll be sharing mid-December, and we've already <laughs> shared those design images with Moda. Yes. And we shared those. So in- they can see them, right. which is good because they're preparing a catalog. Right. So. So, yeah. So they've seen the images. And so, and so that is like two to three months before. Yeah. Anybody will see those that quotes. That doesn't stress me out ever. Yeah. Somebody asked the question one time, does... Is it hard coming up with the quilt patterns? And I would say most of the time, no. There, This time it was really fun and easy for me. Yeah. Like I, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. It's very cute. This next question is a good one also and super easy. Why do patterns come out so much earlier than fabric lines all, almost with the previous line? And again, this is something that we do for shops. Yeah. They can get those patterns. Some, sometimes shops can get sample yardage. And have that sample ready to go. So people know in advance that they want them to order right. that pattern or fabric or whatever. And then the shop kind of knows. It's really helpful. Right. And also, a lot of our patterns work well with in, the other, coll- collections. in other collections. Yeah. And so, you know, here's something new and you can show it several different ways. Yeah. I, I know that, you know, I used to sew for Joanna Figueroa and she always did that she would have these new patterns and she would hurry up and make a second sample of that quilt yeah. with her fabric that was shipping at that time so smart yeah i mean she's been doing that for years oh my goodness that is genius i'm gonna do that yeah yeah i think that's a great question but it is you know it seems like as soon as a new catalog comes out i'll get a couple emails from shops hey can you know, we really want to make this sample now. Yeah. And so I will generally just mail them a complimentary copy of that pattern because they're going to make a sample. Okay. Which one of your fabric collections has sold the best? Sincerely yours. We had the, oh my Stitch goodness, pink. Stitch Pink with it. And that was a big deal and a lot of fun. So I would say that one, if you're okay with me sharing that. Oh yeah. I just we- want to say one thing about that though. I feel like that collection is so timeless. Yeah. And, you know, we have Valentine's coming up after, you know, the first of the yeah. year. And I, I'm still ready to sew with that again. I'm ready. I'm, I'm yeah. glad I have, still have some. I will be sharing a pattern with you all mid-December that is designed using a fabric line we'll be sharing, but that I will also be making in Sincerely Yours Fabrics. Yes. And for shop owners who are listening, Moda still has Sincerely Yours available yeah. to buy, not all the prints, but right. some of the prints. And I am going to be actually doing something really, really fun with that pattern. So keep an eye out for that, oh. Billy. We haven't talked about that yet. After we tape, you got to tell me which one. I will tell you which <laughs> okay. one. I think you know which one. Okay. Okay. So Sincerely Yours, hands down. Next question. If you had to choose what is your favorite fabric collection and why, I am honestly going to say the most recent, and it is the one that I'm sharing in December for personal reasons, but I can't share about it yet. Right. So what's your what's your favorite one if you had to rapid fire? So it? I, I might say that one too, but of the ones that have been seen, yeah. it's probably a toss-up between Emma and Seashore Drive. Yeah, I was gonna say Seashore Drive, just Seashore because it has purple Drive, in it. I love that orchid. Yeah. Love that I actually working. got it out the other day when I was working with colors, yeah. and I was just like, ah, not this collection. Maybe yeah. we'll do another Seashore Drive 
next year that I'll submit. Yeah. But I was just feeling something different when good I things it come to you. in threes. Good you know, Balboa, things, yeah. Seashore Drive, and then yes, good things come in threes. I I took the purple out though, but we'll see when I talk to Moda about it. Next question: Would you consider doing a fabric collection in mostly blues? Yes. yes. Can you like hit some kind of music or something? <laughs> Billy does not. <laughs> I don't do the air horn. Yeah. Okay. You guys should have seen him hitting these, but he was He's so like, confused that mom called him out. His hand was like, he no. was like a DJ mixing it up. That was so funny. But Chelsea, tell me oh, how many gosh. years ago did I try to get you to do this? Okay. So here's the deal, you guys. Literally, literally, like a week ago, I am sitting in my sewing room and I'm so excited to get going. I finally am like, I'm going to cut up my project packages and I'm going to start one of my new quilts. And then I had the thought, Chelsea, you have a fabric line due in two weeks. And I thought to myself, why, why, why? Like, and I'm sitting there designing and I designed it in a color palette that for a collection that's releasing next spring, we're kind of ahead right now, which is kind of nice. And that, but I knew in advance, okay, I'm going to have to go through and change my palette. But just because I'm familiar with this other palette, I'll design the new collection in it. So I designed the new collection in it, and then I'm ready to go through and run the new palette through it. And I was torn. I had a thought to myself, ooh, mom would love to do <laughs> all blues, even if it was like blues and maybe some grays. But mom would love to just do a blue collection. And I almost... <laughs> Did, but I thought, nah, that one's going to take some preparation. This fabric collection I'm designing is kind of on a whim and I'm missing like a fruity, fun, springy vibe. So yeah, one of these days. Yeah, rapid fire, we will be doing that. And yeah. I am not afraid to do that at all. I think it would be amazing. So yeah. totally blues. Next question. What is the best place to find your fabrics if you don't have a quilt shop nearby? And I would say your favorite online shops. Or 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 local store. You know, if you know when we start sharing about a collection during the ordering period, you can go to your favorite shop and say, Hey, will you order me this? Will you order me this fat quarter? bundle and you know if you give them a couple prints that you like they could even if they don't yeah even if they don't want to order the whole collection they can order a few bolts yeah so i would say you know give your local people that you know and that you work with well but that's the question though is if you don't have one right if you don't have one then yes choose the online shop that you've had the best experience with yeah this there question, are, yeah, this question is specifically saying if there's one not one right. nearby, then you would have to. And we try to repost in our stories when a shop shows us that they have our fabric yes. on Instagram. We try to repost that so that you can see. I, I mean, yeah. sometimes I'm not on there for a couple of days and I might miss some, but every keep time I'm us. on, yeah, keep tagging <laughs> us. I will re- share it in my story. So that you can know. And I, I just have to say, Kimberly at Fat Quarter Shop uh, uh, supports us amazingly. She yeah. orders every collection that we do. So, yeah. and, and there are some others that order every collection from us, some smaller ones that are just amazing. I, I don't know if we should start naming shops, but there <laughs> I could name a bunch. Yeah. But we will, I would say this, we will repost them on our Instagram stories. Yeah. I'm not on there a lot right now just because I'm busy, but. 
I do repost. Mom reposted one this morning or last night at midnight. I thought I saw you post one. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. And, and I thought, oh, mom already got them. So I'm going to let her repost them. Yeah. But I try to do it as soon as a shop tags me. I want people to know this is where you can buy the fabric because we appreciate so deeply the shops that order our fabrics and yeah. support us. It means a ton. Yeah. So. Okay. We are moving on to sewing and pattern questions, mother. Yes. <laughs> and we both have an easy answer for this one. Do you use EQ8 for pattern design? Yes. And that is a resounding yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, so I'm getting so dramatic. Yeah. I, I know. I, Billy is like, you need to calm down. Sometimes I get like a little burst of energy. I took my vitamins this morning. So yeah, EQ8, that's EQ8, what I use. Yes. I have friends who use Photoshop, but I enjoy EQ8. Yeah, I do too. The next one, how do you design a pattern for a specific pre-cut like a layer cake? First of all, for me, I feel like the design comes first, and then I look to see how can I make this pre-cut friendly. 100%. Okay. I am never the opposite. I'm yeah. never like, what could I do I with this layer cake? I feel like with this, though... Yeah. This one was a sense where, you know, we realized that our panel blocks would would, would work trim the right dimensions yeah. to the same size as a layer cake. And so this one yes. probably maybe went the other way for you. It did. Yeah. And but, I knew for sure I wanted to do it that way. Yeah. But, but generally, I will try to... I love this pattern. Yeah. I think it's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Generally, I will... The design comes first always. And then I say, how can I make this simple to put together by utilizing a pre-cut? Can I just say something about layer cakes real quick, though, if we're talking about designing a quilt from a pre-cut? Mm -hmm. I just ended, my daughter's soccer season just ended. You want to know how easy it is to make a soccer quilt? You whip out a few layer cakes and you sew those squares together. Well, you have that and quilt you, I made for Finn. Yep, and I brought that one because I... My friend and I turned into the team moms and the girls <laughs> on the sidelines would be sitting with us. I started bringing extra quilt, quilts for them to sit on. Yeah. And, and they were so cute. They asked, can we sit on this? This looks very nice. <laughs> and, and I said, you can sit on this one. This is totally fine. And they, I said, this quilt is meant to be used. You yeah. sit on it. And it was so funny. The coach is a friend of ours. And he kept telling the girls, girls, get your cleats off those quilts. I know the woman who designed this. And it was really funny. No, it was fun because dad and I went to a couple of games and it really was. And a couple of the quilts were ones I had made. They, yeah. It was fun to see them on the grass being yes. used, you know. Use those quilts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was fun. Okay. Oh, I want to say one more thing while oh. we're on that. Almost a good percentage of Jelly Roll quilts can be made with a layer cake. As, True. You know, oh, as long so as get, yep, those strips, strips don't need to be cut bigger than 10 inches, there are a lot of times when... So I feel like for that reason, you know, obviously fat quarters are the most versatile pre-cut, but next after a fat quarter is probably a layer cake, just for that reason that you can do yeah. layer cake, jelly roll, charm that. pack, honey bun... You know, more cutting, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I think that's why Moda does so many samples in layer cakes. Yeah, because, I think so. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. We have so I'm just gonna say this. We have so many sewing and pattern questions. So I think we should choose a couple more from that. And then I circled a couple. There's one for Billy that I think he should answer, and then one that's kind of funny. 
Okay, so this next one says, I don't think you have a design wall, but neither of us do, by the way. Uh, How do you make design decisions? And sometimes I look, so like Suzunaki has that amazing design wall. And I look at those people with design walls and I'm like, wow, that would be amazing. But I really kind of have quite a bit of open floor space in my home. And I will step right up on my coffee table and snap a picture, which is my go-to. Yes. And guys, it works just as well. It is helpful. But a design wall, heck yes, that would be amazing. A a photo from above is really nice. So nice. Something that I've started doing, uh, because we have a a two-story house and I have a railing I can so drape a quilt over. So after I have finished a quilt center before I add the borders, I will drape it over there and I will put the yardage that I'm considering for the two borders and on you'll go either side. And, look at it. and I go downstairs and look at it. And oh sometimes I even get dad and say, What do you think? And we sit there, we sit on the couch and we look at it, we talk about together. And you know You guys, it's Bill is a genuine soul. So let's hear it for Bill. Yeah, he actually designed a quilt pattern that maybe in January I'll get so nice. He literally did and he (laughs) sent me a picture and he was so proud of himself. He even sewed part of it. Didn't he? A test block? Yeah. But another thing, just before we move on from that one is sometimes look at the picture in black and white too yep. when you take Contrast a picture colors. and see. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Smart mom. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> All right. So I'll read the next one. It's a little longer. It, and this is from a YouTube question. I have a question about choosing white background fabric for a quilt, such as the Hearts at Home quilt on the table in today's podcast, which was from October 10th. Yeah. Um, I've heard many quilters on YouTube videos say, that they are using white background color 2000 or whatever it may be. Did you say it's 200? It's 200. Okay. How do I know where to get white background fabric and how to order it? Will my local quilt shop know what I'm talking about if I ask for a white background color by telling them a number? I guess my question is how do I order and choose white background fabrics if I don't buy them in person at the quilt shop? Could you spend some time talking about white background fabrics? Yeah. And one thing I've noticed is that Fat Quarter Shop, all of the Bellas, they have the number on there. Yeah. So you just literally in the search box, type in the Bella, Bella 200 number. Bella yes. and it will come up. And it makes it so nice and easy for, right. for you to find it. And this is a great question because, yeah, when you hear people just like spewing out numbers, you're right. like, what? So, like, yeah. Where am I going to find this? But you can also take that number to if you have a local shop and you can say, can you order yep. a bolt of this? I'll buy the whole bolt. Yeah. And they will do that for you. They will. I feel like there was another question somewhere that I saw. How do you buy fabric by the bolt? Go to your local shop and they can tell order them it. you want a whole bolt of something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Another thing I do is I store my scraps. So I have a whole bin of my Bella 200 scraps so sometimes yeah if i'm doing a mini project i'll be i won't even cut from my yardage i'll just go to my scrap bin i can make a whole project like when i was doing blockheads i would go to my bin every time oh this Mm -hmm. looks like the right size piece because i was just making one block at a time and i'm doing that with socialites it is so nice to open that bin and use my extra scraps from quilts i've made yeah. Using the Bella 200. And I know it's all the same color right. because I keep it in one bin as well. Right. So. And if, if you use more than one, just have another bin and label it yeah. and put those scraps, you know, because we used to use the ivory. And so I still have some of those scraps and they're labeled yeah. in the 
It's 990060. You know, we used to use with all of our collections. So, yeah. yeah. Great question. Okay. All right. So I'll read the next one. And then I'm actually going to add one more because I think it needs to be answered on this podcast. Because oh, okay. there's not another one before Christmas. Okay. All right. But this one is a question for the Halloween podcast, which is today. It says, trick or treat. Tell us your newest quilting <laughs> trick. And what is your favorite treat to keep you powering through the hours of creating? What pattern or block did you did you think was scary but is now a walk in the park? So that's that's a good play on Halloween. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a fun I love this seasonal one. question. I love this. I will say this. My favorite treat is always Reese's sticks. Uh, I can I actually don't like chocolate if I haven't mentioned that before, but I can do chocolate with peanut butter. So that is the power through me treat. For me, it's any dark chocolate oh sea salt caramel. Ooh. I especially love the ones in the jars from Costco. We have discussed this before. I love them. Billy said it didn't count because it was. I well, don't that care, was that was yeah. the Halloween question. This is what I, you use to if you need a little snack to Reese's get through. Sticks your, is Reese's sticks is hundred percent. Peanut butter cups are amazing. Oh, yeah, I gotta have the waffle crisp. So, okay, and then... So newest quilting trick and then a block that used to scare you, but now you can do fine. <laughs> Philly's leave. Newest quilting trick. That's a hard one. That, that is actually for a hard one new. for me. Yeah, something new. I'm not I'm really What about like, that one sure. ruler you got I, I recently? I mean, that's not new, right? The, well, let's... The mini yeah. simple folded corners? No, not that one. The, oh. the one... We did a video on it earlier this year, and it was it was a big square. <laughs> I guess they're all oh. big squares. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll be right Billy, back with it was okay. a big square with what that is. I'll look on our I'd, YouTube uh, channel. Not, like if we were, it'd be so easy for me to say my favorite quilting tricks. I don't really have a new right. one, but I'm also going to be starting to sew soon. I don't know, guys. I don't have a new one. Teach me a new one. Yeah. I don't know. I will say this. I'm I'm going to move on. Ultimate flying geese tool. Oh, I do really Isn't that like fairly that. Fairly new for you. That's fairly new for me. Yeah, just I really wait a minute. Like... I have flying geese and a couple of quilts. Is it is it helpful? Yeah, very helpful. Hey, because there are multiple sizes you can make with this one ruler, and what? make four. If you, it it's helpful if you're making like four or more of the same combination, and you I save am. you save a lot of fabric. And then sometimes I'll even use my block lock to trim, but you can use this ruler for the trimming too. It, yeah. Thanks, oh. Billy. I'm really excited yeah. about that. We have yeah. a video on it, Chelsea. Or send me the it. link and I'll, yeah. yeah, send me the link. I'll buy it. Our, our yeah. YouTube channel is a quilting life. I, you can search <laughs> it on YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's He's good. He's baiting me. And then was there another part to that question And then too? The, any blocks that you're oh, more proficient in now? That is easy for me because... Orange peel blocks used to be terrible for me, and I revisited them. In fact, I designed a sampler quilt for Fat Quarter Shop several years ago, and I wasn't that proficient in them then. Don't even get me started on this. They're getting, I'm getting better at it. And it's, anyway, Billy and I are going to film a video on this. It might hopefully be before the end of the year, but if not for sure in January, but orange peel blocks. I'm, I'm doing great. I have to put a little tidbit in here because this was when we first started designing and mom was asked to do this amazing quilt by Fat Quarter Shop. That's and the I, one I'm talking about. That's why I'm telling you this. <laughs> I am telling you this because she was 
distraught over these orange peel. And I was like thinking, mom, you're amazing. This is awesome. And they loved the quilt, of course. But in mom's mind, she was still like struggling with this. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel good about them now. So <laughs> something I've conquered finally. You have conquered it. So, okay. Okay. All right. So the, the one I'm going to add real quick. Oh, oh yes. Is, you're adding one. Um, what are some go-to patterns for quick and easy oh, gifts? Oh, that's because, a good one, Christmas. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. won't have yeah. another listener question till January, I yeah. believe. I actually have a couple of um, little, tiny, inexpensive PDF patterns that uh, one is a table runner and the other one has a table runner and topper together and they go together so quickly and use your scraps and that's what I'm doing for, I'm almost thinking of making one of those little toppers for all of my neighbors like that. You know, just like (laughs) next door on either side and across the street, those three, you know, but the, the neighbors that you talk to the most. So whole neighborhood's but, yeah. gonna be jealous, mom. So <laughs> uh yeah, that's what I would say for those. Yeah, you have some great ones that you do. Mom is really great at the gifts with the love bags that yes. you give out. Oh yeah. Billy would know his fiance has every bag in the book. She uses them all. Yep. <laughs> and even this morning when I was after I was curling my hair, I thought to myself, I need another curling iron one. I oh, need you do. I need two of them. Oh, perfect. I need two of them and I need another multi okay. spaced makeup one. Okay. I gotta write this down Thanks, for Christmas. Mom. Yeah, those <laughs> okay. are those are good ones though. Okay. All right. So with that, there's actually still seven questions left in that section. So we will be saving those yes. for a future perfect. episode. We will get back to them. And then, um, so there's a few more that we'll finish with that are more personal or business type questions. Yeah. Um so the first one for you guys, if you didn't quilt professionally in a world with no quilting, what would be your, your dream job? This is so easy for me. Me too. I would be an author. I would be a writer. <gasps> That's what I would be. <laughs> oh no. We just Billy's gonna have to cut this out because we both squealed. No, you're fine. I just I'll just mute it. I, like, I literally like, am going to cry that it's the same thing. That's I, like my bucket list is to write a New York Times bestselling book. But we might be different here. I would write nonfiction. Oh, see, I would write fiction. Yeah. Mom, let's do it. <laughs> Let's write book. Billy is like literally rolling well, his eyes. It's not that. It's just, I mean, I could say, oh, well, I want to be a professional golfer. Well, but, you know, I mean, okay, th- it takes, I, and I'm not saying you guys aren't skilled writers, but I'm saying that's not something <laughs> that you can just go really make happen. Not a lot of people want something like that, but it's, it takes work, a little luck, a little, you know, Agreed. who you know. To, to make it happen so yeah. agreed I also, but it would be I'm it's not, my I'm dream not job. trying to crush your dreams as adults but <laughs> yeah no <laughs> you know when I was a teacher yeah most kids you ask what well, you want to be well I want to be an NBA or NFL player yeah. and you don't say you can't do that but you 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 try to get something else happen too because there's you, you know as an adult how small of a percentage a job that yeah. is I agree with that but I also I, I would still do it for fun, even if I was like rejected, but it would be my dream job. And I guess I'm 100%. crushing the question too, because it's saying if you can yeah. do whatever, then that's what you want to do. I don't know. Cool. There are very successful authors who didn't write their first book till they were in their 50s yes. or 60s. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I know that too. Mom, Kate, yeah. and this is the thing, like I actually think Billy would be an incredible writer just because I came up with, see, 
my grandfather, he passed before I was born, but he worked at the hotel, one of the hotels in Vegas and has a lot of interesting experiences and stories. And I had brought it up to Billy one time because there's these tapes where he talks about some of the things that happened. And I was like, you got to write a book, Billy. Like fiction, like add it, make it fiction, but have the truth in there and we'll call it the Bellman. And I was like, <laughs> and Billy, Billy kind of contemplated my title. Like maybe I had, I was onto something, but I did. I wrote, I, I started writing a book like years ago, which was totally dystopian fiction. And my kids, every summer we get out this old family computer we have <laughs> and we play the games on this computer and they found it. And it was like 300 pages and they were like, what is happening? But like, I would write something totally different that's fiction now, but yeah. I do. I write little poems. Yeah. I want to be an author, mom. But we I are feel an like, author. I know you guys, I was just going to say, you guys have books. Yeah. Mom has her blog. You both have your A blogs. You write. offer author. Yeah. I, I feel like teaching at the college level was kind of a, my, what I had always thought my dream job would be. And, you know, I... I taught one year at UNLV as a grad assistant, but then the rest of my teaching was at a community college. I, I feel like it would be cool to be at a major university and be an English professor. Yes. That would be really cool. A it would professor. be a tenured, yes. you know, published that in all the journals, incredible. all of that type of stuff. And then also, I always used to think being an attorney would be really fun just because I love researching yes. things too. So. Mom, you would do really good at those things. I will say this, I submitted the first five chapters of this book I wrote years ago to my college creative writing professor, and he told me it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh you well, want to know what, know. guys? <laughs> yeah. I love that question. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I always thought I'd go to law school after you guys were all in school. Uh, but Mom, then, you would have been so good at because that. Because UNLV opened that law school, yes. you know, and I was like, but then I was, then I was like really getting into quilting and I love that. So yeah. Okay. I think you made the right choice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So the next one is, do you or, Ch or, you know, Mom or Chelsea have any sewing injuries? And she says, example, a scar from my iron. Scar from my iron. Scar from my iron right here. Oh, you do have one. It's oh, bad. was that oh. you that wrote? A scar no, no, I didn't. That no, somebody else has wrote one. The question. Yeah, okay. but this is a big scar. How long is it? Like an inch and a half, two inches? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I tell right. you, I got it at primitive gatherings. I went to a retreat and it was bad. It I was, saw it when it was like scarred and yeah, nasty. It was bad. And that was in 2013. Yeah. When I got that. And it is a huge scar. So, Nine yeah. years ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. I do, luckily, knock on wood, cross my fingers, do not have a major injury. I have definitely nicked myself with the rotary cutter. And there are pins going in my hands all the time. Yeah, it, getting stuck with a pin is probably the most common for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm always stuck with a pin. And every time I'm like, ah. I do this because I love this. And then the pin goes ahead. And yeah, my major injuries in life are not sewing related. So I'm I'm terrified of what a rotary cutter can do, though. I've seen I've women seen. at retreats. Yeah. And I've seen women who've been sewing and the needle went straight through their finger. Uh, I think I actually, as a teenager, sewed through my finger one oh, time, but God. not all the way. But So this is a good time to 
send a, a reminder to be very careful with, your with all your to- tools and sewing yes. irons, rotary cutters, yeah. pins, yeah. right? Sewing machines, yes. I'm guessing. There really could be. great question. My greatest sustained injury, though, you guys, was at my workplace at a sandwich shop. Oh, my goodness. And I was cutting salami, and I stabbed myself through the hand with a butcher knife. Do you remember this, Mom? Yes, I remember because I got the phone call. Uh Mom, I'm in the freezer at work and I'm bleeding and you need to take me to the hospital. Yeah. So the only way not to pass out and my scars right here on my hand still was uh, to go into the freezer. So I was just sitting in the freezer. It was great. There was cookie dough in there. It was fine. I was okay. And I did. I call. don't know if the health department. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nobody repeats. Uh, this sandwich that, shop no longer exists. It actually, so yeah, it doesn't knows. exist actually anymore. They closed yeah. down, not because of not the because hand. Of <laughs> Chelsea's <laughs> bleeding in the freezer. But no, I did. It was the whole butcher knife went into my hand, and oh. I was just in shock. And I got stitches and everything, and it was. Yeah. And I did. I took her to the hospital, crazy. thirty miles away, and yeah. Yeah. We got it taken care of, guys. <laughs> and I went back and started making sandwiches again. But, yep. The next day. <laughs> okay, then there's this one more question for Billy, right? Yeah. Well, can can I can we read the one really quick? Oh. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just right. want to say this really quick. This one says, "Can you interview your husband and have his take on your family business?" And I laughed out loud. <laughs> Because you guys, Bill is such a gem of a human. And my friend asked me recently, oh, well, how does Bill handle all of the sewing stuff? And I said, Bill is comical. Sometimes do, you, do you call him dad anymore? Do you just... I don't. I recently well, just started calling him Bill. All right. I was getting a little weirded out with you keep calling him by his name. I, mom calls grandpa Bob and just lately I've been liking the vibe. But that's her father-in-law. But that's my father-in-law. Can That's I, not her is, dad. is it disrespectful if I call Bill Bill? <laughs> I think so a little bit. <gasps> really? I feel like maybe a little. Oh, you guys, Dad, it, Dad and I have a special relationship. Okay, oh, okay. whatever. It's not Anyways. big deal. Some people call their in-laws mom and dad too. I've seen that in other families. Really? I never, I just never did it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would I be weird. Seen that. Yeah. Okay. Well, my husband calls my dad Bill. Well, yeah. that's his okay. father-in-law. <laughs> This is hilarious. This is staying in for I don't sure. Know. I think we got to cut this. Anyways, dad is a wonderful human. And sometimes he'll joke around and be like, I'm just the shipping guy. I just ship the packages. He's wonderful and makes wonderful food. Well, well I, you, I asked him before we, as we were setting up today, hey, dad, you want to come be on the podcast? And he said, nope. <laughs> I said, he's always been camera shiving when he was a firefighter of if cameras would show up on scene, he would typically get away from them, you know, like yeah. get out of the scene. Um, he, I said, well, if you come on my mic off the camera, it's like, ah, I don't like the sound of my voice. But he, he said three things. He said, if, if, if what I would say about the, the business that mom started and has grown is that he's, he was surprised. He's grateful. And wow, dang it. I should have wrote it down. Inspired. There's ins- inspired. inspired. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Those are, he's like, that's, that's all I got to say about it. Okay. <laughs> we love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now the last okay, question so the last is for one, Billy. This really is a quick. great question. And yeah. Do you have to set up and take down your podcast equipment each time you record? <laughs> and the answer is yes. But and not this, not these. Not, not the arms, yeah. but the cords I do. The cords. Obviously we but switch the out arms the quilts. stay on this yes. table all the time. We just... Yeah, yep, do that, and there. then I use this table to work. But behind the scenes, maybe 
maybe Chelsea could take a picture right after. We'll yes. move the, there's lights back here. There's obviously the camera stand. There's a, a desk that we use with the, with the computer and the recorder and all the other stuff. So, and it takes, um, I, you know, 45 minutes to set up everything. I think I, I, I have my own way I like of doing it and no one really helps me. I, I set it up the way I like and then take it down and I make sure everything's, I feel that if you take care of your equipment, it's going to last longer. So, I sort of have a meticulous way of setting it up and taking it down. But yeah, I do it every time. I have to add something really quick to that. Uh, we just got a new desk here in the mm-hmm. podcast room slash office. Uh, we filmed a video on it that aired on Saturday. Saturday yep. And it is a flexa spot adjust. It go, there's a motor on this desk and it goes up and down. And it has been really incredible for Billy. He can adjust it just to the height he needs. Mm-hmm. It is so cool. It, I'm so happy he it, could use it. Yeah, and I use it when he's not here. I put it at the higher standing position. Oh, yeah. And use it to work, you know, do patterns and all different kinds of things. And we actually do have a, a discount code for this desk. I think it's $30 off. Mm-hmm. And so we'll put that link in here too. Nice. And you can go watch that video, but... It is incredible for a quilter to use. You can see in the video, I had my sewing machine on it and uh, just a really, really yeah, it's great. Really we're cool. really grateful that they, they did send it to us for free. And yeah. so full disclosure yeah. for that, but it's yeah, been The video great. shows how you can use it for different sewing things, but yeah. then, but I'm using on podcast days now. Yeah. I can yeah. use it. And I, I used to have to have my desk and another small table to fit everything and I guess we'll do a picture and yeah. you'll yeah. see everything fits on this now. So yeah. and it's if you beautiful. need a work desk yeah, for, yeah. for office stuff or for quilting, it's, it's, yeah. it is good. We've really enjoyed it. So, yeah. All right. Well, I, I have to, I know this has been, this will probably be a little over an hour, this podcast, but I got to read these two reviews from Apple podcasts because they are, it I, now is the time to read them. Okay. okay. <laughs> at least, at least one of them. Okay. All right. So the first one is, I love this podcast. Mostly I listen, not watch, but I do it on YouTube so I can quickly unlock my phone and see the photos you all referenced during the show. Thank you so much for everything you do to put this wonderful show together. Also, Billy, I laughed out loud when you said, quote, find them at the creamery in Las Vegas on episode 64. I will be there. Love the show. And someone else actually commented on YouTube that they went to, what's the name sorry, of it again? Sorry, not sorry, sorry. not sorry. And they said they they liked it and they said thank you for recommending Yay! it. They came, they came here for, or came to Vegas for a quilt retreat. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad that they went. Yeah. yeah. So it's someone, good. Yeah. They, they agree. I still have to get there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. And then the last one, this is why I said I have to read it today and I'll, I'll bite my tongue <laughs> and, and read it. And the title of it says, Go Astros. Oh. LOL, I'm listening to the October 10th podcast and hearing you guys talk about the baseball game. We're Houston natives and huge Astro, fan, Astro fans, so go Astros. World Series, here we come. I love that's, it. That's an official <laughs> review on our podcast on Apple Podcasts now. And I am a Houston native. Mom is a Houston you know? native. That doesn't mean you have to root for Sorry. Me. I appreciate. I Thank you for that comment. No. And Billy, thank you for reading it. No. I you figured you'd want to know that. So. I love it. I love it. 
Okay, well, our <laughs> next episode is not for two weeks. It will be on November 14th. And I think we're going to have to do a deep dive into getting ready for the holidays on that we episode. Are. Yes. Yes. That'll be the time to do that. Yes. Yeah. We Today was so fun. We, we took a little bit more time in today's episode. And yeah. I love that's why I love the listener questions as we get to dive into all of your questions. And like Billy said, the ones that weren't answered, we will save those for the next listeners podcast, probably in January. Right. All right. So thanks so much for stopping by. 